0: Hope is the thing with feathers that perches in the soul, and sings the tune without the words, and never stops at all. And sweetest in the gale is heard, and sore must be the storm that could abash the little bird that kept so many warm. I've heard it in the chillest land and on the strangest sea, yet never in extremity it asked a crumb of me. <laughs> people, how are y'all doing? I hope you're doing great. Um yeah. Over here I'm pretty pretty chill. I don't know, there's a little heaviness to this evening. I don't know why. Um hmm I don't know I'm gonna have to explore that but I mean I kinda have an idea. But anyway, how are y'all doing? Um I wanna say something. Last time I forgot um, to translate, um, you know, my little pre-intro, um, when I said monte that was, um, a proverb or an expression in Creole from Guadeloupe, um, that literally translates to the monkey does not climb the acacia t- tree twice. And, um, so, I mean, I'm sure you understand why the monkey doesn't feel the need to climb it twice because really once is enough. I love how in a short sentence, um, so much is being conveyed, right? Um, like it can be just a, it can be taken as a life lesson, right? Um, you know, some things you only need to learn once. But it can also be understood as a threat, right? Um in the last episode I had um I had recorded something and then I I think I deleted it. Um so I don't believe it's in the last episode and, and really I don't wanna go back, but forgive me if I'm repeating myself. But I I actually used that um that proverb. In um in one of my poems, and um and I was using it as a threat, right? It's like okay, you, you're messing with me, but um you're not gonna do it twice because of the consequences, right? Um because you're gonna be the monkey in this um in this situation and you're climbing up the acacia tree that I am you're not gonna climb it twice (laughs) that's um, so I love the versatility of that of that proverb and um, and the image really like it it conjures up an image in your mind that you just can't um, like you just have to understand it you just have to take it in and I love that anyway y'all let me give you some update. Um, right now, I am working on a project. Um, like, I'm I'm actually having a meeting next Tuesday. Um, and really, um, okay, I'm going to give you just just a little bit of information. Um, it's it's a professional thing, um, so I'm not going to give like all the details, but. It's um, it's about well-being um, specifically for trans people and um, what I love um, with that kind of stuff is I love how I always go back to research. Like even when you know things, I think it's always great to go ahead and dive maybe a little deeper in into your topic studied a little bit more. Um, like, that's really what I miss about higher education. Um, I remember when I was writing my master's thesis, I just loved like diving into books. Um, I actually traveled twice to London to go consult, like to to go read specific books at their um, which library like the British Library yes Um, and sometimes you find something that contradicts something you thought you knew and like it either blows your mind or um, it takes you on another you know research path where you you just have to um, you just have to be open and um, And I love that. Um, For this specific project, though, um, it's about not just knowing the topic, but it's about putting it together in the best way possible for this specific um, request or this specific crowd or this specific context, right? Um, This specific amount of time. So you got to make it efficient. And, uh, and I always like to, you know, just in case, see if there are updates in the information that I have. So, yeah, I am, um, reading some studies. I am also, um, diving back into, um, not back because I never left them, but, um, just into my books, um and my herbalism so yeah that is that is always fun and I think I already said that the last time but you know what I'm saying it again because yes baby I do appreciate um talking about the stuff that's more uplifting and I'm gonna actually do that here too (laughs) I'm gonna do that um I know I'll dedicate an episode um soon I'm not making any promises soon. Okay, but first though, can you make me a promise? Come on, come on. It's not. It's not much. All I'm asking is that you like this um, episode, and that maybe you know you consider leaving a review, like a five-star review. Because, you know, those those stars are very important, you know, algorithms and things. And you know what? While you're at it, come on now, share this podcast. Share this episode. Like, send it to a friend. And if you don't like it, like, share it to You know, send it to an enemy. I'm fine with that too, you know? And, you know, if you're done with the free thing or if you just don't want to do it, but I don't know, like you have a lot of money in your pocket and you're like, hey, I need to share this money. Well, you can send it my way. You know, you go to ftnpod.com and, you know, look at the donate button at the top or is it that that's Patreon. I mean, one of the two. Right. And well, you can donate any amount you want. Right. There's no limit. It's fine. It's up to you. And um, if you want though, you can donate monthly with Patreon, and that starts at two dollars a month, just two dollars, baby. And then yeah, you get some, you know. Plus, I need to share a little more over there though. I need to do some stuff that's really special, just to, just to make sure that you know it's not just for the support. Cause I mean, really, let me let me <laughs> let me be honest for a second, um. I mean, it's really for the support, um, but I am definitely doing the things that, um, you know, that I say I will do. So if I'm getting some love over there, you know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. But anyway, um, I don't want to be like begging and stuff, although I am begging like just two dollars, baby. Uh <laughs> Um, yeah, well, thank you, um, and and again, like, do the free thing, do the free thing, Uh, because I understand, like, money's tight, but the free thing is free, baby, it's free, thank you. I gotta be super honest with y'all, I mean, that's why I'm here, right, (laughs) Um, that's why I have a podcast, hmm. like the new cycle has been quite upsetting to me and not maybe not in the way that um that you would think i've been quite upset at the way um at the the way the new cycle works and the way um the information is delivered, is, um, the angles, the, um, like everything really about like the topic they choose to, um, to talk about and the, the way the, the topic they choose, the information about the topic that they use, that, that they um, choose to, to share and also the angle, like all of it is wrong all of it is upsetting and um and it feels really violent and it's really been like that for me um hmm maybe for two years like for oh maybe a little more but yeah i mean for the past for the past two, maybe three, two to three years, it's been particularly unbearable to me. And unfortunately, I live with a person who is addicted to the news, like it's for lunch and dinner, literally like during the meal, lunch and dinner um, every single day. So every single day, twice a day. and. It's to the point where it's like, okay, I'm. (laughs) Sometimes I'm just like, okay, I'm just gonna put my headphones on, um, or I'll be like, you know what? You watch the news um, while I'm cooking. Like, I'm not gonna finish um, before (laughs) because I need I need my peace, right? I'd rather be like in the kitchen. while you listen to that stuff, because it's 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 a lot, and I realized that it's because, and I'm going to speak specifically about the French, um, here, but really it's some bourgeois people, right? The um, you know the like bourgeois, street bourgeois or, or boho <laughs> type of bourgeois um, that, um, that went to these expensive schools and um, are steeped in whiteness and, and whiteness as in the political um, concept. But it's it's white people, but um, steeped in the culture of whiteness and white supremacy and with absolutely no self-awareness, absolutely no um, understanding. I mean, even though they have these degrees where they are supposed to be um, professionals of not only communication, but also researching topics and... Um, they seem unable to go beyond their own experience, like their own personal experience within whiteness. And there is no other, um, there is no other possible narrative. There is no other perspective, only whiteness. And at some point, it feels violent it's like um, it's like this huge everyday twice a day campaign of gaslighting of telling people um, no what you experience is not true or no reality is Insert whatever white supremacist talking point here. Um, and even though they, like these people, think that they're open, they think that they are, they think that they're right, and they think that they're good, most of all, that they're good, and they don't realize that they are harmful, right? They don't realize that they are only spreading. Sometimes misinformation, sometimes skewed information, you know, partial and skewed, and sometimes straight-up violence, right? Um, and, and that's not just in the words because people like to stay on the surface and be like, well, they did not say a bad word, they did not say a racist word, et cetera. But sometimes it's in the choice, Right. Should I give you an example? Well, to take an example from what's going on right now, one way of doing that would be take a conflict and pick one side and talk about their, um, their personality right talk about how they suffer give them a face give them a voice actually give them multiple voices Um, from that side that you have chosen you will interview people and you will um, you will interview them with their kids playing in the background you will humanize every single aspect of their lives. And then, but you will also use a specific type of vocabulary to, you know, to help the public empathize with that side of the conflict. And then, because you still have to talk about the other side, for that side you do not interview people. You only show chaos. You only show um screams. Um you know, raw emotion, anger. And these people you don't you don't pick people who you will interview, you know, and who will be able to show you their kids and let you know about their stories, right? You will not give them the opportunity to be human. That is reserved to that first side that we talked about. This one you only want to show in chaos and violence because that now characterizes them. See, that's some way of doing it. You do not, they do not get to have names. They do not get to have a past. They do not get to have a history. They only get to be who they are right now in that raw moment of pain, anger, um, raw, unfiltered, violent emotion. That's all they get to be. And, and then you, get, you do that over and over, all day, every day until people like you actually get complaints and (laughs) even after that you only maybe allow just one person like for 30 seconds but you have to sandwich that with a like a even more efforts to humanize the first group that you chose the first time the first the first side that you chose um originally. Like you're going to have to do even more of that, of the humanizing and you can only talk about the others sandwiched between two, sandwiched between two sessions of humanizing this first side that you chose. And that is very hard to just sit down and gobble up. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, it's violent. It's violent. I'm not even exaggerating. It feels, it's hurtful because it's it's insulting. It's insulting our intelligence, right? But it's also telling us um, who matters and who doesn't. And that's that, That's scary. I mean, we, we know, I mean, I'm a black person. I'm a black trans woman. I know that um, I am not, um, when, we, when you talk about valuable woman, I'm not the image that people have in mind. I know exactly what, um, I know exactly where I stand on the hierarchy, you know, on the ladder. I know exactly who is um, who comes to mind when um, when people say "quality woman." <laughs> I know exactly. So, so I know. I understand. I understand how the media will um, will talk about certain people, but still, to see it to see all these mechanisms in such an obvious such a it's just out there in the open barely like barely masked barely disguised it's it's out there and it's unbearable <laughs> The thing that really got me messed up though, these past two weeks is simply understanding how how much things have not changed, how empires are still out there colonizing just differently, right? Under a different name or um, you know, using different methods. No, not really. Actually, that it, it's the it's really the same methods. It's just a different communication about it, because now empires have decided, or not decided. Empires have realized that the people within the empire um, have evolved a little bit, a little bit, right? Not not <laughs> like let's let's just say collectively. Um, The people within the empire um, have evolved a little bit, but mostly um, they cannot deal with the cognitive dissonance. And they don't want to, they think of themselves as good people and they don't want to be faced with um, the reality that that in order to maintain their way of life, Um, there is some exploitation that needs to happen, you know, and um, some of that exploitation needs to happen in, within the empire, but most, I mean, the, 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 the most vile and disgusting form of exploitation happens outside of the empire, and people don't want to hear about it. So, uh, so the Empire has developed campaigns, um, has good PR methods in order to cleanse its, uh, its image within, right? So, so its own population will not see it as monstrous, but outside It's still the same hunt for resources. It's still the same um, violence. And, you know, they don't necessarily commit the violence themselves. They may simply, quote unquote, support um, the right candidate who will gladly um, perform the violence in the name of the empire. That is, um, that is so messed up <laughs> and it's painful to, to realize. And myself living inside an empire where um, I feel like I'm fighting for for things to be better. And I realize that it's not even, it's <laughs> that I'm like I'm barely scratching the surface. And I understand that it's not about me. Um, so I understand that I'm not gonna be the person who will do everything, who will make everything right. Um, um, like I have to decenter myself, but even if I am aware of that, I still want to play my part, right? In reducing harm, like at my level, reducing harm. And it's very complicated to do from within an empire. And um, so I'm starting to better understand some, um, some things I've heard before, like some people um, having like really radical positions. And I'm like, you know, know, you're sounding a little crazy. (laughs) And I'm like, you know what? Okay. I understand, I may not necessarily agree. Um, maybe I will agree in the future, I don't know. But right now, I may not necessarily agree, but okay, I understand where the ideas were coming from, right? Um, another thing I understand better is Audrey Lord saying that the master's tool will never dismantle the master's house, and yeah, from within the empire, with my phone right now, I'm recording this on my phone, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna break the empire, because I need that Colton, you know, for my phone, I need that Cobalt for my phone to work, or at least well, someone, the person who made the phone, um, needed it. And I need the phone. So indirectly, do I not need the phone? So, yeah. It's it's super. It's super tough. And um, coming to that realization. is hard. <laughs> it's hard. But hey, um, you know, I'm not going to stay too long. And. I did not give like super um, I did not get super direct, but really what I wanted you to get was my thought process and, um, and maybe questions, you know, a couple things yourself, um, you know, and I'd love to know what, what your thoughts are. Yeah. So y'all. Thank you, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, again, share, leave a review, um, send some comments, send me some emails. I love getting messages and accept uh, the ones where you're like, "Hey, hey, hey, can we talk?" Like, yeah, like you you cute. Can I, like these ones mm-mm. it's 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 cool. Thank you. Uh, i'll I'll take a compliment. like a compliment but i am not um getting into that not mm, okay so anyway send me your comments i love to hear your thoughts about today's episode and um yeah be good out there and i'll talk to you soon bye bye